0: Welcome to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. A little later in the show, we're going to talk about a new documentary called Michigan Divided, produced by Bridge Magazine and the Center for Michigan. It takes a look at how well we know each other, and how well we understand each other's problems here in the state of Michigan. Think of how big of a state it is. Think of how disparate the different parts of the state are from one another. And think about how much we actually know about people who live in other parts of Michigan. One of the things that's always interesting to me is how much we all have in common when it comes to things that we're concerned about, things that we're thinking about, policy decisions that we're making. And yet, We always seem to be on different sides of the fence, maybe because we do live in such disparate places, maybe because we don't know each other as well as we should. This documentary takes a look at a number of different families around the state, uh, what their concerns are, and sort of gives us a clue about how much divide there is among us. So you're not going to want to miss that conversation. It'll get kicked off at about half past the hour. Up front today, though, if you haven't already filed your taxes, it's probably weighing on your mind right now as the deadline approaches in just a few weeks. So we head into the thick of tax season. Let me ask you this question. What's your tax rate, your individual tax rate? Do you know? And if not, do you have a guess? Maybe you're right on the mark but chances are you're really not sure or you think you know, but you're mistaken. That doesn't just affect you and your wallet, but it could also affect how you feel about how much money to hand over to the government every paycheck. And those feelings can have a big impact on how we vote and how we shape our own political views. For example, this might affect how you feel about the new federal tax overhaul that we've talked about quite a few times On this show, the folks at Michigan State University's Institute for Public Policy and Social Research recently found in their annual State of the State survey that most people in Michigan overstate their tax rate. If you ask them what their rate is, they will say it's higher than it actually is. And the people most likely to inflate their own tax rates, those are the people who believe taxes on households like theirs, of course, should be lower. Those who get tax preparation assistance and those who believe the tax dollars they pay are spent. Ineffectively, we want to talk about taxes and tax rates and our perception of those things with Charles Ballard, who is a professor of economics at Michigan State University. He co-authored a new study showing that the vast majority of Michigan Michiganders overstate how much taxes they pay, and you can see that report on the WDET Facebook page, WDET, uh, and at WDET.org. Charles Ballard, welcome to Detroit today.
1: Uh, Thanks. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. So how much does this have to do with how complex our tax system is? And then how much does this have to do with, I think, a political narrative that has been spun for a long time about the idea that taxes are inherently bad and that there should always be a government imperative to make them lower?
1: I think both of the uh, reasons that you put forth uh, probably explain what we found, which was that uh, when we ask people, uh, what percentage of your household income do you think is paid in federal income tax? Um, on average, the respondents in our survey overstated it almost by, by double. Um, you suggested that the complexity of the federal tax system is mm-hmm. part of it. I think that's probably right. It is very complex. And when you factor in the fact that a lot of people are not really that good with numbers, they may have wildly incorrect uh, views about about their tax rates. The other thing is I think you're right um, that uh, the the idea has been drilled into us for decades uh, that uh, taxes are too high. And what we find is that the people who believe that taxes on households like theirs are too high uh, are likely, in our study— to um, to overstate their taxes by more.
0: Yeah, um, you know one of the things that that makes tax rates confusing, I think, for people, is is this idea of the published rate versus uh, the effective rate. Right. Uh, exactly. We all we all sort of fall into a, a natural category based on the amount of income that we earn that would be that published rate but because of the way that deductions and and other kinds of considerations work the rate is different so in some ways you almost can't blame people for thinking that their rate uh, might be higher than it actually is because uh, maybe it actually is i mean maybe they should according to the rate the published rates be paying that
1: well uh, the, so the federal tax um, it, it attempts to be progressive, that is it, uh, it takes a higher percentage from those with higher incomes, mm-hmm. and it does that in a couple of ways. One is that there are personal exemptions, everybody gets to take an exemption. Uh, Then there's the standard deduction or the itemized deductions. And then once you uh, uh, figure out your taxable income, we have what we call graduated marginal rates, the very low taxable income, Mm -hmm. 10%. Then if you get above that, you go into higher rates like 15%, 25%, and the highest is um, just recently reduced to 37%. So that's what we, we economists call the marginal rate. And because the way that works, the marginal rate is going to be higher than the average tax rate. And so in our study, uh, we actually um, redid the calculations, and we said, well, what if people thought that we were asking about their marginal rate, or they confused the two? Uh-huh. Well, that that means it, that the, re- the extent to which they overstate their taxes does get reduced, but we still find, even if we assume that they were Asking, answering this question as if it were about their marginal rate, they still overta- overstate their tax rates by a substantial amount. Yeah. Uh,
0: this is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and my guest is Charles Ballard. He's a professor of economics at Michigan State University, recently co-authored a study that shows the vast majority of Michigan and, and Ganders overstate what their tax rate is. They will say that they're paying more in taxes than they actually You can go see that report on the WDET Facebook page and at uh, WDET.org. And if you want to join the conversation, give us a call, 313-577-1019. Do you think you pay too much in taxes? Do you think those dollars are spent efficiently? on the right things, especially here in Michigan. Uh, There is a perception out there that this is a high-tax state and that we ought to be lowering uh, tax rates. That is something that the legislature in particular has been very focused on uh, over many years. Do you think we pay too much in taxes? Do you think we should be trying to lower, particularly the income tax, that we levy on uh, individuals here in the state? Uh, Or are you someone who thinks maybe we pay the right amount of taxes but it just doesn't get spent on the right things that uh, we are inefficient in the way that we distribute that money that gets collected by the government again 3135771019 is the number on the phones that's 3135771019 you can also go to the wdet facebook page Put your comments there or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today and we'll work you into the conversation. Also, tell us what you think about federal taxes. Uh, Big changes coming to those rates as well, thanks to President Trump and the Congress, which reached a deal on lowering uh, tax rates for a lot of people. Sort of a tax shift in some ways. What do you think about that? What do you think about the way that we spend federal tax dollars? Is that done efficiently and to the way that you think it ought to be. Uh, again, 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. Uh, Charles, I want to ask you about Michigan and this perception that this is a high tax state. I hear that from a lot of individuals. Uh, but of course, I, I mostly hear it from the legislature and, and its obsession with this idea that, look, we've got we've to always be lowering taxes. But when you look at the, the rate of taxes here in, in the state, particularly um, among upper-income earners, that rate is pretty low.
1: Yeah, uh, you're exactly right. I, I want Before I go on, I want to give a shout-out to my co-author for this study, Sanjay Gupta, the mm-hmm. dean of the Broad College of Business at MSU. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it, our study was about—we asked people about the federal income taxes, but you're asking about state taxes— Well, uh, I track this uh, regularly, and um, what has happened, in fact, is that if you look at state and local taxes as a percentage of the state's economy, that fraction in Michigan has gone down fairly steadily for almost half a century. Mm -hmm. Um, And we we used to be a slightly above-average tax state when you look at all state and local taxes. Now we're a below-average tax state. The percentage of the state's economy that goes to state and local taxes uh, is lower in Michigan than it is for the national average. If we were at the national average, we would be collecting about $3 billion a year more than we do. Yeah. Uh, if we were at the level that we were back in the 70s, we'd be collecting— Something on the order of 15 billion a year more than we do. So we have actually, uh, despite what you hear from the legislature, we have actually been systematically reducing taxes for a very, very long time. And you see the results of that when you drive on our, uh, what we sometimes call our roads.
0: (laughs) Right? I mean, you look at our roads, if you look at our schools, uh, the way that they are flagging behind other states in terms of their performance. I mean, there are a lot of indicators here in Michigan now that look very different than they did 20 years ago or 30 years ago when I was growing up here in terms of uh, the way that taxes provided for services. There always seems to be a little bit of a disconnect, I guess, between those two things. People believe that they pay too much in taxes, but they also want things to work the way that they should.
1: Yeah, I think uh, there is a big disconnect. In fact, there, there are disconnects all over the place. Uh, one of my favorites is a, a study that was done a few years ago by the Kaiser Family Foundation. They asked people, what percentage of the federal budget do you think goes to foreign aid? The correct answer is about 1%. Mm -hmm. The average respondent said about 28%. So uh, people are just uh, orders of magnitude off base in terms of their perception of what governments do. You know, um, uh, you have uh, uh, many politicians, including President Trump, have said things like, I hate the way our government spends our taxes. Well, if you look at what governments actually spend their taxes on – uh, in the federal government, it's about half of it is Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid. Sure. And n- not many folks, except on the very extreme extreme edge of the political spectrum, are talking about eliminating Social Security or Medicare or Medicaid. Uh, a lot of it is defense, which we're actually increasing dramatically yes. at the state and local level. It's K through 12 schools, it's Medicaid, it's corrections and prisons, and then it's transportation. Um, and it's also higher ed, which uh as, you know one thing that's close to my heart, the higher ed budget was really slashed uh especially in the first decade of this century mm-hmm. so um y- you know there's a lot of talk about oh, government is wasteful, <laughs> but then when you get to the actual things, okay, are we spending too much on the public schools in your neighborhood right are we spending are we spending too much on the on the roads in your neighborhood? Um, there's a disconnect between this abstract notion of government and the things that governments actually do. Yeah.
0: Again, 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. Tell us what you think about the taxes you pay, about the rates you pay at the federal level here in Michigan where we have a a flat income tax, Uh, and do you think taxes are fairly based on what you make? Uh, Do you think some people maybe should be paying more taxes than they do or other people might be paying less, and would you pay more in taxes if we could have pristine roads all over the state of Michigan? Would you pay more in patent taxes if they could guarantee that our school, our schools, our students would score in the top ten percent every year? Are you are you convinced that money uh, is one of the things that drives outcome? Again, 313-577-1019 is the number. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today work you into the conversation. Let's go to Christy and Celine. Christy, welcome to Detroit Today.
2: Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I just wanted to bring up the latest round of new taxes. You know, I mean, I realize now that Michigan has like one of the highest gas taxes in the 50 states. And we also just had to pass tax increases on our pensions. Um, We also have... Uh, recent tax increases on, I don't know, there was just a package I went through in the last couple of years when, you know, it kind of irks me that in 2011, we gave these companies huge, huge tax breaks to create jobs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay? And instead of rescinding or letting those tax breaks from 2011 expire, they put out a new Set of taxes and you know um, a new set of taxes on the roads on our pensions on whatever else so to me you know what's happening is this race to the bottom in the name of jobs we are constantly giving these tax breaks to companies yeah. who are you know oh like recently Amazon they just opened like a 1 million square foot warehouse You know, well, how much in tax breaks did we give them, you know? Christy, Christy, those are great.
0: Those are great points. Uh, I'm glad you called to to, to inject that into the conversation here. Uh, Charles Ballard, in some – one of the things that that comes to mind when I'm listening to Christy is the idea of the the sort of aggregate tax burden that people have. In other words – uh, the, the the rate itself may be low here in Michigan, for instance, uh, but when you add that together with the kinds of fees and other taxes that, that exist and then federal taxes, people do feel like they are paying too much. And then, as she points out, you watch as corporations uh, get huge tax breaks, especially here in Michigan. We've seen a lot of that lately.
1: As I heard uh, Christy talking, it, it didn't sound to me like she was thinking that necessarily that the overall level of taxes was too high. She was expressing a concern about how those taxes in Michigan are distributed between mm-hmm. businesses and individuals. And it's true that we— we had—I mean, that was that was what Rick Snyder campaigned for governor on tw- in 2010. He was elected, and he got what he campaigned for, which was a very large tax cut for businesses, um, and then uh, to partially make up, but not completely make up that revenue, there were a variety of. Of uh, tax increases elsewhere, and she mentioned specifically the tax on uh, pension income, yeah. um, and there were and there were others. Um, so that, that those are two things that I think we want to keep keep distinct and understand that they're separate. There's what should be the overall level of taxes and then how should those taxes be distributed between businesses and individuals and Individuals, yeah. and, and and you see the same thing i mean it, it's sort of an article of faith among republicans uh, that business taxes uh, should be uh, lower and the the centerpiece of the federal tax reform was not Um, the the one that was passed in December of last year, was was not individual tax cuts, although there were some individual tax cuts. The big thing was a very large decrease in the corporation tax. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Uh, Christy, again, uh, thanks very much for the call Uh, and the comments. Matthew in Detroit, welcome to Detroit Today.
2: Hi, thank you very much. Good morning, mm-hmm. gentlemen. I love the show. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, I actually, uh, my wife and I are first-time homeowners. Uh, I'm a young attorney. I actually, we live in Livonia. I'm commuting to Detroit. And I commute to all of the uh, surrounding counties pretty regularly. And I am so very used to having people tell me that, oh, as soon as you get a house and start paying taxes, you'll be much more in favor of these tax cuts, et cetera, et cetera. I, for one, want to go on the record as saying that I would gladly eagerly pay more in taxes if my wife and I didn't have to be so concerned about what our mechanic bill would be every time I commute out to various counties <laughs> yeah
0: yeah matthew i'm in the same I'm in the same boat as you are on that one, I mean, I think especially this year with the the unbelievable condition of the roads I think all of us are really thinking harder about that idea of. Well, you know, low taxes uh, sound great, but the, the, the bill to repair the damage to my car is pretty high, and you're almost sure to be paying that at this point. I think that's a really interesting perspective, especially from, as you point out, a young taxpayer, somebody who's just getting used to the idea of uh, filing and, and, and paying for taxes. So, uh, Matthew, thank you very much for that call. Let's go to Philip in Royal Oak. Philip, welcome to Detroit today.
2: Well, good uh yeah, I uh, would also uh, gladly uh, take the tax hike um, I, as long as uh, we would get better services in turn. Um, but my main comment was that often, uh, and it usually comes from the right, that we need to evaluate, you know, welfare programs or we need to evaluate uh, Medicaid programs. Mm-hmm. But I never hear talk of a serious evaluation of tax cut programs and, you know, cost benefit analysis yes. or, just the pure benefit of tax
0: cuts. Yeah, so. that's a great that's a great point, Philip, and that's something uh, that I have actually asked Governor Snyder uh, personally about that. Right, that that uh, six years, seven years into his administration, isn't a time that we start thinking about what the effect the actual effect was of all of those tax cuts uh, and and his answer often is that we need to we need to encourage stability we don't need to keep thinking about going back and forth in terms of those tax rates we need to con- make sure that businesses have the confidence that, that the policy is going to be the same uh, but but I always say you know uh, consistency is is a two-way street we should also be consistent about the expectations that we put Uh, them. Charlie Ballard, uh, that's that's not something I think we see in policy uh, practice a whole lot around this state.
1: Uh, Michigan has a pretty long history of giving uh, tax breaks to businesses who come to Lansing and say, uh, hey, um, give me tax breaks and I'll create jobs. And then we say, okay, how much do you want? And we sign on the dotted line and we give away millions. And um, there's traditionally been very little oversight very little accountability for that and my sense is that some of those may have uh, stimulated some extra economic activity but i think the track rate record is pretty poor And looking forward, uh, one of the things that just, uh, I think, is very unfortunate is that we gave a lot of these um, tax credits to businesses, which they will continue to be able to use for a very long time. Um, They won't expire, uh, all of them, until 2032. Mm -hmm. So we have years and years and years of, every year, hundreds of millions of dollars of tax revenue reductions in the state of Michigan on top of all the reductions that we've already undertaken over the years. uh, And that's going to make it all the more difficult Mm -hmm. to pay for uh, services that I think uh, the people of Michigan deserve. Yeah.
0: Okay, Charles Ballard, professor of economics at Michigan State University, co-author of a new study that shows the vast majority of Michiganders overstate their tax rates. Thanks, as always, for being here on Detroit Today. Thank you. Up next, we're going to talk about a new documentary from Bridge Magazine following Michigan families through fraught political times. And don't forget, if you miss any of today's conversation, you don't have to miss out. Just go to iTunes or wherever you download podcasts, download and subscribe to Detroit Today. Take us with you. Listen when you are ready. We'll be right back.